0: And welcome to a new episode of The Simpsons Did It. I'm your host, Steven Skolansky, And I'm your co-host, Robert Skolansky. And this week, we're going to become, uh, j- just for one day, we're going to become vegetarians. Boo. Yo, Goober, <laughs> where's the meat? <laughs> oh, uh, sorry, sorry, yeah, you don't win friends with salad. <laughs> <laughs> you don't win friends with salad. You don't win friends with salad. Ah, oh. yeah. So, so this episode, I mean, we really, really did want to get a vegetarian on. So, sorry, guys, that we don't have a, a local celebrity vegetarian or a, you know, someone on to help uh, guide us. Even my wife is a vegetarian, and she didn't even want to be on here. But well, then that's because she doesn't like the Simpsons or talking to people. So, yes. I that's okay. But we, I got some stories. That's okay. I, I could bring over some stories from. Uh, my wife and she doesn't listen to our podcast so i can definitely <laughs> go as far as i want yeah. um but yeah it, uh i mean un- unfortunately the vegetarian take on this episode was kind of driven by uh, uh some guest stars um yes. that will uh, definitely get into um and i love barbecues so yes. uh, i love i love homer uh the extra about b is this. for byobbb Yep, and that extra beat was a typo. Yes. But we gotta stop telling people these things before we even get <laughs> into the episode. So, this week we're gonna be discussing Season 7, Episode 5, Lisa the Vegetarian. So, uh, this week, when Lisa it can no longer can eat lamb, she is ridiculed and resented by her father and friends. You're and tell by Marge, slightly accidentally. You are gonna tell people on this aired? Yeah, I will. Uh, the air date for this episode is October 15th, 1995. And our chalkboard gag this week, the boys' room is not a water park. I don't even want to know. I don't even want to know how, how he turned it into a water park. I don't want to know. Well, okay. So you, so in elementary school, I don't, I think they had them in all our schools, but you know how like they have the the foot press sinks and then the water comes out of the like the holes that go around the rim on the top. Oh yeah, I forgot about those. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I, know at least for a fact our elementary school had them. Um, I can't remember if our middle and high school. I don't think our high school had them. High school didn't have them. I don't think middle school had those either. But definitely, I, our, I know for sure our elementary school did. I, I can see if that's at Springfield Elementary, that maybe. that could definitely cause a water park water fight in the in the bathroom. God, I forgot about those things. Yeah. Now they're automatic. Now you don't have the foot press thing. Now they just put little sensors over them. and you Well, that's those. every bathroom in America. Yeah. Um, the couch gag this week. The Simpsons are colorless blobs. And uh, we see a mechanical arm coming in in uh, color and detail the family. Yeah. Because that's how The Simpsons is really animated. Oh, okay, people, no. <laughs> don't, people don't draw in the color? No, nope. no, 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 no. A machine does all the work. Why do you think there's all these... <laughs> uh airs the animation airs yeah. it's obviously the the robot that's painting everything not the real people sure <laughs> the machines are taking over um yeah yeah i, I like it it's a fantastic couch gag it's a good one uh so this week uh we start off with the family driving down the road and grandpa as a kid are we there yet homer <laughs> no are we there yet no are we there yet no, where are we going? <laughs> and Lisa's like, "We're going to Storytown Village, Grandpa. It's an amusement park for babies." Grandpa's like, "Oh, just leave me in the car with the window open a crack." Homer's like, "That's the plan." <laughs> <laughs> Why would you what? bring him along then? What? Because it's probably Sunday. Sunday was Grandpa uh, hangout day. Either that. Then, or either that. Well I guess we all know that the old folks home is back up and running. Yeah. I was gonna say maybe the old folks home's still uh under ruins from Who Shot Mr. Burns, but No, because that yeah. was fixed in Who Shot Mr. Burns. Yeah. So So it's it's family day. Grandpa comes along on family day. But, but he gets left gonna, in the car anyways. He's got he's got water, his favorite music is playing, don't worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> uh so Marge is like, oh, it's nice that you know they're doing something for Maggie. And uh, Marge is like, oh, I'm sure it'll be fun for everyone. And uh, she's like, from A, as she points to Lisa, and then she's like, to God only knows, as she points to Abe. So Marge doesn't know how old Grandpa is? Well, she didn't even say an age. she just said from A to whatever. (laughs) That is really weird. That was a weird thing to say. Um. So then we get to Storytown Village, where the sign reads "Fun for ages one to seven and a half." So Bart, Lisa, and Abe definitely won't have any fun. I mean, March thinks she'll have fun. Yeah, but the sign says from ages one to seven and a half. I don't know. I mean, Lisa's Bart... eight. Eight. Yep. Lisa's over the age of having fun at Storytime Village. <laughs> yeah, no one likes uh, fairy tales No, Speaking of which, the first fairy tale we get um, is the three little pigs display and we have animatronic animals. <laughs> so the animatronic wolf goes, come out, come out or I'll blow your house in. <laughs> and one of the animatronic pigs, not by the hairs of our chinny chin chin. Bart's <laughs> like, what a load of crappy crap crap. <laughs> yes. Homer responds to Bart. Quiet, boy. I have a feeling some bad stuff is about to go down. <laughs> oh, horror. And then Marge, to Maggie, this is where the wolf blows down the pig's house. And Bart's <laughs> like, oh, he blows all right. He blows big time. <laughs> and Marge, like, that's it, honey. Get into the spirit. Oh, uh, Marge, that's not what Bart was saying. Yep, Bart's being sarcastic. Homer, dude, Homer's maybe getting into it. Maybe he's had a few. Maybe he's had a few drinks. Well, Homer's also been described as having that childlike wonder about him. Yeah. I feel like, I mean, I know our our zoo started selling alcohol. Maybe maybe (laughs) Storytime sells alcohol for the adults to kind of help get their day going a little. I don't really think I've ever been to, like, a Storytime Village-like park. Like something small like that. No, I don't think our parents ever took us to anything like that. I mean, I think the closest thing I got to is Chuck E. Cheese? No, that's not even close. There's no story involved. (laughs) Oh, there's story involved with Chuck E. Cheese. Sure there is. No, seriously, there is a backstory to Chuck E. Cheese. (laughs) There are videos on YouTube telling the story of Chuck E. Cheese. Okay, but that has nothing to do with the no. giant park about story uh, uh, fairy tales. Well, that's I'm saying that's the closest I think I've ever gotten to yeah. like. I mean, obviously I've been to Disney and Universal. I guess those are more live live actiony. There's not a whole lot of animatronics. Yeah, no animatronic is pretty much I think kind of dead. I don't know if there's much in the way of animatronic. Well, I guess there are like on like the Little Mermaid ride. A lot of that's animatronic. Yeah. So, the mechanical wolf blows, uh, and the pig ho- the pig's house, like, leans back a tiny <laughs> bit. It's, all, like, kind a mechanical lever that, like, tips it over. Yep. And uh, everybody just kind of stares, but Maggie claps her hands. Maggie enjoys it. Oh, dude, it. she's like, holy crap, that wolf <laughs> really blew that house down. Yeah, because that's how babies sink. Childlike and, wonder. Yeah, and Homer's like, it was good, but not great. Yeah, the house could have fallen down a little bit more. (laughs) Oh, God. So the next story time they go to is uh, Goldilocks. (laughs) And we got mechanical bears. And they're, like, chipped and cracked. And the voice box for the mama bear doesn't work. Yeah. Like, no one's keeping up with the park maintenance. (laughs) No. No, they're not. It's pretty... Well, I wonder how old this park is. And also, I mean, it seems to be... Outdoors. Yep. Yeah, it's definitely so, an outdoor park. So, do they not cover the animatronics if it if it's supposed to rain or snow? We we know it clearly rains and snows in Springfield. Yep. So they're not stopping them from getting wet. No, nope. it's however it is. Yeah, they live so, they die by their by their uh, environment. So you know, we get the dad bear talk. We get the mama bear's garbled voice box. Then we get to the baby bear, who's like, someone's been sleeping in my bed, and there's a blanket with a figure underneath in the baby bear bed, and it's Abe, who's (laughs) like, it was 150 degrees in the car. Hey, it's his own fault. He's the one. He's the one that wanted to stay in the car. He has to live with the heat. Yeah. If you can't stand the heat, get out of the car. Which is what what Abe did. did. Yeah. And he went to go sleep in the the Goldilocks village. Yep, eh, it has a bed. Yeah, I don't know how comfortable. That, that bed did not look comfortable. Did not look like it had a mattress. No, I'm sure it was just a cardboard box <laughs> that someone put in there to make it seem yeah. like the little bear slept there. Yep. So then we see Bart go to toddler I think it was supposed to be Toddlerville trolley. Yeah. And uh, there's a sign that says you must be shorter than this to ride. Yeah, so there's a lot of kids like so I take my kid to Nickelodeon Universe. Yeah. Um, I know they have this at Six Flags Great America Chicago. There's definitely kid parks where they're like, you can't be bigger than this to go on this ride. And uh funny story. So Bart Bart gets on this train, but yeah, me and me and a couple friends, we decided to get on a roller coaster at Six Flags, literally meant for kids, because yeah, there was a weight limit. It was like a hundred and fifty pounds, two hundred pounds or something, like in per car. But, like, but, but that, that's a weight limit, not a height limit. No, but still, there's a limit to it. Yeah, and we uh, sat sat in the back, and the roller coaster kind of goes up, goes down a little bit, goes around a yeah. turn, but at the end when it goes back to the the main entrance to the roller coaster, it dips down a little bit and then comes back up to finish the roller coaster. We got stuck in the dip. We, because you were uh, too heavy? Because we are all too heavy. So, obviously how roller coasters work, there's a, a track that pulls you to the top, yes. and then it's basically force that yes. gets you around the rest of the roller coaster. Because there was so much weight, we didn't have the force to get actually up that last lip and in. But luckily, because it was a kid roller coaster... They have like tools or something to physically pull the oh. <laughs> the train the rest of the way. Yeah, so I get the fact that like roller coasters, most of it is force. But how do people get stuck upside down in a loop to loop? Yeah. Well, so the th- the I don't know what the theory behind it is, but. Before loops. So if you ever notice how like if you ever hear like a or feel pressure under your seat, yeah, uh, around the around the track there's always like parts that slow you down just a little bit. Yeah. Because if they didn't, it I mean you'd just be going way too fast. Yeah. Um and I think those parts are like sometimes right before the loops, and if there's too much pressure on it, it doesn't uh, have a much to get you up. Because as you go up, yeah, it slows it slow you lose force. So it doesn't have enough force to actually pull you over over the edge, which is weird, though, because yeah. unless there's something on them that doesn't allow them to go backwards, yeah. I, don't, I don't think there's so. But there's gotta I, be. I feel like there's enough weight at the back end of the train that if you hit that top of that loop and you can't make it the rest of the way, there's enough weight on the back that it can pull you at least back down. Yeah, you yeah. might be stuck on the track, but at least you're not not upside, not upside down. Well, that's, uh, it's funny because when my buddies and I went to Disney, one of the roller coasters got stuck upside down. Oh, yeah. One of my friends got stuck upside down at Six Flags. Yeah, I've never been stuck on a roller coaster, thank God. I never want to be stuck. Granted, if, I guess if I was stuck on a roller coaster, as long as I'm not upside down, I think it would be fine. So, uh, as, uh, so Bart decides to, you know, say, screw it. I don't follow the rules. He limbo's under the arm of the <laughs> elf where he's humming limbo rock by chubby Checker. Uh, this is great. Good, good, uh, addition. Yep. So Bart gets on the trolley, but, uh, he is too, well, he's able to fit in the ride, but he's too big for the ride because the, the trolley starts going and there's a tunnel, but Bart is clearly taller then the tunnel, so he smashes <laughs> in the tunnel, <laughs> causing the tunnel to go along with the trolley. And then the ride only stops when Bart, uh, you know, the trolley is supposed to go underneath a Paul Bunyan figure, and then Bart hits the Paul Bunyan statue in the groin, which causes the tr- trolley to stop. And then the top half of Paul falls over, and it's holding an axe in its hand, and it chops off the head to Mother Goose. And all the kids cheer. The kids love it. The kids yep. love carnage. I also want to point out that there is a girl on the trolley with blue hair that sort of looks like a young version of Marge. Oh. Yeah, I kind of noticed that. Like, clearly, obviously not Marge, but, like, kind of looks like uh, the, Marge. the animators are like, hey, I gotta draw kids. We'll draw, you we know... Yes. And so they head over to Little Bo Peep's Petting Zoo. Nope. Um, And I love it. Homer's trying to feed a can to a goat. <laughs> and the theory there is goats literally eat everything. everything. Yeah. Even cans. Yeah. My, we always called our dog the goat because he would literally eat any, anything. He even ate soda cans. Oh, yeah. No, I had a buddy uh, who had a dog who literally ate would eat pretty much everything. And he ate... Uh, fireworks oh fun and i like he the dog was fine i mean the poop wasn't great but the dog was okay yeah that's good so uh marsh tells homer that he's supposed to feed the goat pellets out of the machine yep and she goes over the pellet machine puts in a quarter and you know turns it (laughs) and it's supposed to be you know like 10 15 pellets yeah all of it falls falls onto maggie and the animal animals rush over to eat all the pellets, and Maggie completely disappears. Yeah, her pacifier is the only thing left, and it's like spinning. Yep, she's gone. But at least Maggie, I think, had the wherewithal to grab one of the animals. Yeah, and got trapped in the fur, so that way, uh, you know, she doesn't uh, die. But yeah, my kid, my kid doesn't like feeding goats. Uh, no, my does, my wife does. She does. She'll does do Elliot like feeding day. anything? Uh, yeah. No. She, He'll feed sharks and, uh, um, well, uh, at a petting zoo, not a SeaWorld. I mean, it's still feeding something. <laughs> Doesn't matter what it is. As wait, has he actually fed a shark? Yeah, and and stingrays and. Wait, where can you feed sharks? Isn't um, it? at uh, at Sea Life Aquarium in Minnesota. Oh, yeah, I didn't know that. I didn't know that place existed. Yeah, and yeah, I mean, most aquariums, well, most aquariums, you could pet the sharks and the stingrays. There's a few where you could feed them. Wait, they let you pet the shark? Yeah, we pet sharks all the time. What? Are they dangerous? No, they're the nice sharks. Um, what are they, do they domesticate the sharks not to eat people? Yes, exactly. No, they just, they don't, they're nice sharks. As long as you don't (laughs) fuck with them, they're nice sharks. What do you want? There's there's some of to nice be... sharks. there's a lot of nice sharks <laughs> in the air. It's a myth that sharks eat people just because you have to like anger them a little bit to or look like like the reason why great white sharks eat surfers is because from the when they're underwater and they look up they look like a yummy sea lion. Uh... That's the only reason they go after sur surfer... surfers it's not because they're they're crazy food eating maniacs. They they see something in the water and they think it's because the feet kind of look like flippers and okay that's the only that's the only reason. Sharks. I never I never knew that I've been watching too many horror movies with yes, sharks eating people. You have. <laughs> uh, so uh, the Simpsons go look at some sheep and uh, they look at one and they're like ah and then they look over at the next one's a little bit smaller like ah. And they look over at a little third one and he's like, they're like, ah!" and then the second one comes in and tries to get more attention or like, get out of the way. (laughs) Yeah. uh, sheep. you know, it's funny. Sheep aren't very much attention whores, but goats, man, goats, as long as if you have food, goats will fight each other to get that (laughs) food. Um, That's fair. So Lisa goes in and pets the baby sheep. And Marge says, see, wasn't it a good idea that we all go? And then Mother Goose comes over the loudspeaker <laughs> to announce the cars that have gotten broken into. <laughs> so <laughs> obviously Snake and his gang uh, yeah. uh, camp out at this place. But, Why? Uh, I don't know, because it's easy pickings. But there are definitely signs all over theme parks that say, we are not responsible if your car mm-hmm. gets broken into. And that they definitely have to post those for liability issues because otherwise they get sued out the ass. Yep, because, yeah, they don't give a shit about your stuff. No, I'm <laughs> um, assuming, I'm assuming the reason, like, theme parks and all that have those signs is because somebody sued a park because their car got broken into. Well, they figured the park had security and keep riffraff yeah. out, but no. and so, Well, I think, like, Six Flags and, like, Disney and Universal and, like, bigger places, obviously it's a lot harder to break into cars, well, no, I mean, it's just an open parking lot. It's all open parking lot. Anyone can get in and out. No, because you have to pay a toll to get in the parking lots. No, but, no, I was saying you could walk in. There's no barriers. Uh, There's no, like, walls uh, keeping you out. Yeah, that's a weird, that's, that's, a, well, at least for Universal and Disney, like, because those are parking garages, well, yes, you could probably walk into those places,
1: do Yeah, if figure. you were at
0: the park, you would still have to walk back in to get to your car so any person can walk in. Maybe. I don't know. Anyways. Yeah, and so we cut back to the Simpsons house as they get home and their windshield is broken in. Yep. I mean, what well, I don't know what they have in their car that could possibly want to get stolen. Probably nothing. <laughs> the, the It said the thief was probably looking in the window and thought, eh, maybe there's something in here. Cracked the window and they got pissed because they didn't find anything. Yeah, because I don't think the Simpsons are we've seen the inside of the Simpsons vehicle. It's usually just trash and and just a bunch of nothing. So actually, so when our parents had the uh, had our van growing up, that actually got broken into while we were at a hockey game. And I had uh, my Game Boy and my CD player stolen. Yep, that's why you don't keep valuables in your car. And so Homer overhears music coming from the Flanders's and goes over to check it out. And there's a sign that reads, Flanders Family Reunion Barbecue. Yep. And uh, Homer's obviously annoyed because he calls out to Ned, (laughs) but he calls him Flanders, which uh, causes all of the Flanders to say, hi, neighborino. (laughs) And Homer tells them all to shut up. And then in unison, they all say... Ogly dogly, But Homer, Homer is clearly angry that he didn't get an invite to Ned's family reunion. (laughs) Yeah. Mind you. So Ned, Ned's like, yeah, I'm sorry, Homer. This is just a Flanders event. And Ned introduces Homer to his uh, cousins. He's like, Ned's like, here's Jose Flanders. And Jose Flanders (laughs) is like, buenos ding dong dilly días, senor. And Ned's like, and this is Lord Thistlewick Flanders. Charmed, And then Ned nudges his elbow, and Thor Thistlewick uh, looks reluctant and he's like, eh, eh, googly, doogly. <laughs> so clearly there's at least one Flanders in the Flanders flock that thinks well, he's a like lord. <laughs> he's not supposed to act like a common person. Uh, I guess. Well, yeah, he's like, no, oh my God, you're making me do it. Thank yep. you. But I love how you kind of get that pan over all the Flanders's. Yeah. And they all look the same. <laughs> I mean, there might be some inbreeding going on in this family. I don't yeah. know. But uh I mean Either fam- that either that or the Flanders gene is very dominant. Yeah, apparently. Very dominant. Like like the genes mix and the Flanders gene is like, no, I'm the dominant gene now. Yep. And so uh, Homer still can't believe Ned didn't invite him, especially after he painted Ned's car with stripes. (laughs) I don't think Ned asked him to do that. No, I don't think so. Uh, So Homer's like, fine, I'll throw my own barbecue, the greatest barbecue the neighborhood has ever seen. And I'm going to invite the only people I want over. So Ned's like, well, can I come? Homer's like, yeah. And then as he walks away, (laughs) (laughs) don't. (laughs) <laughs> uh yeah oh homer so now we see the simpsons uh sitting down for dinner and homer you know is like this barbecue will be hard thankless work but i'm sure you're up to it marge i was just like well it could be a good chance to get to know our neighbors outside of a courtroom setting but realistically <laughs> how often have they been in court up to this point for uh, like neighborhood the, sh- stuff I don't, I don't know. We know they've been to court at least three times, but the Simpsons, but you got to think though, like everyone from Springfield is in, in the courtroom. That's true. Um, That's true. But, so let's see. So as far as parties go, they've had that, uh, uh, what was it? The, what what was that party for? I think it was just a uh, party. Was it just a get to know you party or a neighborhood party? I guess I can't remember. Cause remember it was like no. a fancy party because everybody was kind of dressed up. Yep. So it was a dinner were, party. Yeah, so they've had dinner parties before, at least one. at least one. I think that's the only one we've seen. Yeah, I mean, well, oh. we have we haven't done the trampoline episode yet, have we? Yeah, we did the trampoline episode. Okay, so like they had like neighbor kids over to use the trampoline and like all the other neighbors. Yep. I mean, that wasn't really a party because everybody got hurt. But yeah, but I mean, they've had they they know their neighbors outside of the courtroom. Yeah. So Homer suggests to Marge that she serve more of her delicious lamb chops. And Marge is like, you could say the extra ingredient is salt. <laughs> Isn't the extra ingredient supposed to be love? It is. By but, the way, by the way. But you can't sprinkle love on anything. No. And it's it's also highly impossible to taste whether a dish has been made with love or not. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so I don't I, know. You could definitely tell if the dinner has been made with hate before. No, no, you can't. Oh, you can. Cause like, okay. Like what, well, you know, how like you tenderize like meat, like with the meat tenderizer yeah, and you over smack the thing. Oh, it tastes like someone was angry when they hammered that meat. It might taste like it, but you don't know if that person was angry. Maybe they just suck at cooking. <laughs> or that. <laughs> um, so as everyone enjoys their lamb chops, uh, we see Maggie sucking on her lamb chop uh, as well. So everybody's enjoying their food. Uh, I love the fact that Maggie's just sucking on her food. Yo. She's just sucking on the juices. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, Lisa looks down at her lamb chop, and an image of, uh, of the lamb from the petting zoo appears above her plate. And and the lamb's like, please, Lisa, I thought you loved me, loved me. And Marge looks at Lisa, what's wrong, Lisa? Didn't you get enough lamb chops? And it's like, I can't eat this. I can't eat a poor little lamb. And Homer's like, Lisa, get a hold of yourself. This is lamb, not Not a a lamb. lamb. (laughs) Uh, And Lisa's like, what's the difference between this lamb and the one that kissed me? Bart's like, this one spent two hours in the broiler. (laughs) 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 Oh, Oh, fantastic. Oh, 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 that's great. And uh, Marge tells Lisa that it's okay if she doesn't want the lamb chops because there are other things she can cook. Chicken breast, rump roast, hot dogs. And as Marge is naming off the food, Lisa imagines where each of the meals come from. So chicken breast, the breast of a chicken, rump roast, the rump of a cow cow and uh for the hot dog she imagines a rat raccoon <laughs> pigeon and a boot <laughs> that sounds about right yeah. and so uh, lisa exclaims she can't do it and homer's like lisa honey are you saying you're never gonna eat any animal again <laughs> oh my God. what about bacon no ham no pork chops dad those all come from the same animal. <laughs> I was like, yeah, right, Lisa. A wonderful, magical animal. Oh, my God. I love That's the that. gr- best line. <laughs> love that line. Oh, so good. Oh, God. I mean, to be fair, so it's funny because, you know, a lot of my friends know that I'm Jewish. And they're like, and like when people find out that I'm Jewish or like I'm always in a conversation talking about food, I'm like, oh, yeah, I don't eat. I don't eat pork. And, and, uh, but, uh, and I do, but I do eat bacon and they're like, isn't that pork? I'm like, no, bacon nope. is bacon. Bacon yeah, exactly. is its own animal. <laughs> yep. It's the bacon animal. <laughs> yes. Cause bacon but is no, delicious. I, it's funny. It's funny because you know, I, I don't eat ham or pork or anything yeah. like that. And I actually like, well, I guess, I guess I eat, uh, bacon on like hamburgers and stuff, but yeah. I go out of my way to get like turkey bacon when I'm at the house. Yeah. And found out Elliot doesn't even like ham, which is perfect. So I don't even need oh. to ever buy it. Because they just like cause... ham and cheese at school, at his daycare. Yeah. Which I always thought, I'm like, I was like, how did Jewish families. Because I'm sure there's got to be more Jewish families than just ours. That, oh, yeah. That, that go to that school. But I never even thought about it. I'm like, do they tell them, like, oh, you got to bring a bag lunch that day that you're having ham? I didn't, you, I didn't does even your think kid, about it. Does your kid's daycare not tell you in advance what the meals are going to be? Oh, they do. They send us a whole calendar. Oh, okay. So like when we were in elementary school and middle yep. school. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's uh yeah, I mean we just grew up. I mean, we're Jewish, so we never eat ham. Yep. Um it is kind of fun though when people are like like we talk about kosher, like what being kosher is. They're like I'm like and I tell them I'm like I can't mix meat. I'm not supposed to mix meat with dairy and they're like so you can't eat cheeseburgers? I'm like I'm not supposed to, but I do. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So Bart tells Homer that he agrees with Lisa and says eating animals is bad. And he waves a lamb chop in Lisa's face (laughs) and Lisa knocks. This is fantastic. This is great aim by Lisa. She knocks the lamb chop out of Bart's hand and it flies into Homer's mouth. And Bart's like, hey, that's mine. And he bites the other end of the lamb chop and him and Homer fight over the lamb chop like two growling dogs. Yep. Or wild animals that would fight over food. Yep. Oh, that's great. So now we cut to school and uh, Lisa complains to her friends that her family doesn't understand her newfound vegetarianism. And Janie, you know, just blows bubble gum at Lisa. She just blows a bubble in it. Pops. She's like surely. so I mean, look at it like this. So, like in the nineties, growing up, I honestly can't remember any single one of my friends. Nope, that was a vegetarian. Nope. I I can't. I can't. I don't. I didn't. I don't think I knew a vegetarian until I was in college. Yeah, I'm like, trying. To... I, like I did not know a single person. Now, granted, maybe we just weren't in the same like circles. Yeah, but. But, yeah, I honestly didn't know. And, like, you go to restaurants, you go everywhere. There's, like, yeah, you have your, like, if you go to TGI Friday's, for example. Yeah, yeah, you get a baked potato. That's about your only vegetarian option. And mac and cheese, I guess. Even though some mac and cheeses at, like, those places have bacon bits in them or ham. And they will not remove it for you. Really? Because, nope, they're like, oh, it's made in all one big thing. We can't remove it. I'm like, that's a joke. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's weird. I've yeah, I don't. I'm trying to remember the first time I've ever met anybody who was a vegetarian. I'm even thinking after I graduated college that I met someone. I maybe in college I met somebody who was vegetarian, but like, yeah, it's like I I guess you just don't know until like maybe high school whether or not you want to eat meat. Yeah. Well. Okay. So. So my first college girlfriend, she ate meat and then became a vegetarian. And then I met my wife who ate meat and then became a vegetarian. So I don't know what it is. Wait, she ate meat like when you guys dated? Yep. So I don't know what it is about me and women becoming vegetarians. (laughs) That's weird. Maybe it's them watching me just devour meat and they're like, okay. I'm not eating meat anymore. Uh that's that's a little weird. <laughs> it is. It that's, is very weird. But uh but yeah, I mean I don't I don't mind. I mean, yeah. okay, so my, my first my girl uh college girlfriend, she ate all sorts of meat and yeah. became a vegetarian. Shay uh my wife, she only she didn't actually eat fish okay. or uh or red meat. She actually she only ate turkey and, and chicken. okay. So, so she was kind of a vegetarian. I mean she, she's not she's eating meat, but she was, like, halfway there to being a vegetarian when you guys yeah. started dating. Yeah, so she, well, she, like, even growing up, she never liked fish or shrimp or, like, seafood. Yeah. So she, like, never ate that anyway. Well, I mean, but... like, I mean, I didn't like a lot, like, I ate shrimp growing up, but I hated, and trout, I guess, because we caught that ourselves. But, like, otherwise, I hated fish. I couldn't eat salmon. I couldn't eat whatever our mom served us if it was actually fish. Now yeah. I eat fish, but um so uh Lisa says that schools are supposed to uh be a haven for enlightenment <laughs> and Miss Hoover's like, uh all right kids, time to dissect some worms, which I don't think I dissected anything until maybe, middle school yeah middle school like eighth grade um what year no worms? I think was seventh did we do worms in the seventh grade I think worms was seventh frogs was eighth and then I think if you were in like AP you no 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 frogs. Bio, biology was frogs in uh high school. High school. So, no, 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 I think it was cow eyes, because I remember, the, like, the Yes, irises. it was, no, no, it was in Atlanta, was it cow eyes? Yeah, I cow think cow you're right. eyes. Yeah, it was, yep. it was worms, cow eyes, and then frogs in high school, and actually, when we dissected the frogs in high school, I don't remember what was going on the week we dissected frogs, because I did it my sophomore year, because my dumbass eighth grade science teacher wouldn't recommend me for biology for freshman year, but... There was some, I think there was a Jewish holiday going on that week. And so I missed like the last like two or three days of, of dissecting. So my partner actually got a better grade than I did, but like my teacher like still understood. So I think I got a B and my partner got an A just because Uh, I missed half of it. Yeah. So this is another, another thing. Like, I don't think I had anyone in any of my classes I mean, obviously, some of the girls like, yeah, we gotta dissect yeah. these, but I don't think I had anyone that was like completely against. Oh, yeah. Like they were like, yeah. no, I'm, I'm, I am against. This is not like, and I, I wonder what's going because now with a in this century, I really kind of want to know what the school system is like when it comes to dissecting. Like, if yeah. you claim your teacher, I, I am a, I am completely against dissection of animals. Well, I I feel like, I feel like in this day and age now, obviously I don't know what high schools are like. And obviously with like the decrease in funding to public education, which is very not good, but I would feel in this day and age, you could probably have like. A computer simulation program <laughs> where you can just do it on a computer. Yeah, like, you but don't that's need not physics. as much fun, dude. So I don't disagree, it. but like, if somebody's like, "I don't want to dissect this," I'm you, against this. You want to you want to talk cruel and unusual punishment? So in in Mr. Joswick's worm dissecting, yeah. like, and this is crazy because the in in the, this episode they had to dissect a live worm. Yeah, which is crazy. Yeah. And I was but in in our middle school we dissected dead worms. Yeah. But Mr. Jazlewic could give you extra credit if you could dissect a worm alive and still had its heart beating. I think he might have stopped that when I got to middle oh, school. Oh really? Yeah, I don't remember ever doing like ever hearing about that. Yep, and so you'd bring you bring your tray to Mr. Jazlewic, you'd look in a microscope to see if the heart was still beating and if you did it, you got extra, extra credit. Yeah. So, uh, so then Miss Hoover tells the kids to pin down the worm so it doesn't <laughs> fly up and hit them in the face, which would not she already have pinned them or they would have come pinned? I mean, we did. We pinned our own in, oh. in our class. And so Ralph, Ralph's like, Miss Hoover, the worm got into my mouth and I ate it. <laughs> I, how did it uh, get into your mouth, Ralph? Did you pick it up and put it there? Uh-huh. And Ralph asks for a new worm, and Miss Hoover says there's no more worms, and tells him to uh, go to sleep while the other kids learn. And uh, Ralph's like, oh boy, sleep, that's where I'm a viking. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I mean, if that's where he's, you know, if he dreams about being a viking. I mean, how do you run out of worms, man? Worms are uh, plentiful, plentiful. Um, so well, maybe, little... maybe it was like a, a company that like sends over worms to dissect and they only sent enough over for oh. all the students to have just one. Maybe. I mean, she, Ms. Hoover could have been like, okay, Ralph partner up with one of the other students at least, but no, we don't want you to learn. Yeah. <laughs> You're beyond that. Uh, so Lisa looks at her worm and it asks if asks Lisa what uh, she ever did to her. And the worm sounds like a lamb. It's like, why does it sound like a lamb? <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> I mean, once once you kind of hear something in your head when you're kind of against it, it's kind of kind of yeah. follows you. Yeah. So Lisa tries to cut the worm but can't do it and tells Ms. Hoover she thinks it's wrong to dissect animals. And Miss Hoover tells Lisa that she respects her moral objection. Then pushes a button that says independent thought alarm. (laughs) Because, yeah, we don't want our kids having independent thought in school. Yeah. That's just bad. Yeah. And uh, so we uh, cut to lunch and uh, they, uh, what's her name? Lunch Lady Doris. Lunch Lady Doris, yes. She uh, has her meal set out and they are Giblet McNiblets. I don't want to know. Uh, Salisbury balls. <laughs> okay. So it's Salisbury steak. I hated Salisbury... Salisbury steak, but man, I might try the Salisbury balls. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, cow legs. Just yeah. whole, whole cow legs. Yep. Yeah. I mean, it's be like, I mean, it's like turkey legs, but the whole cow. Yeah. I like it. Um, so Lisa asked Lunch Lady Doris if she serves anything without meat. <laughs> Lunch Lady Doris says, it's possible that meatloaf doesn't have any meat in it. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, doesn't she cook a lot of her stuff with mattresses? Exactly, and newspapers. Yes. Yep. And Lisa tells her that she isn't she required to have uh, vegetarian options. So lunch lady Doris takes a hot dog out of the bun and gives the bun to Lisa. She's like, <laughs> she just looks at yum. It's rich with bunny goodness. <laughs> Bunley goodness. Bunly okay. Bunley goodness. Yeah, not bunny good goodness. Oh, yeah, funny. that would be that would be vegetarian. Yes. Um, And Lisa asks Lunch Lady Doris if she remembers when she lost passion for her work. <laughs> and uh, Lunch Lady Doris hits the button that says independent thought alarm. So apparently these buttons are just laced throughout the entire school. Yeah. And uh, we see the button sets off an alarm in Skinner's office. And he's worried about seeing the alarm go off twice in a day. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, obviously, they're both Lisa. No one else yeah. has thoughts in that school. correct? And says the students are overstimulated. It tells Willie to remove all the colored chalk in the classroom. Did I warn you, Skitter? I warned ya! That colored chalk was forged by Lucifer himself. <laughs> I don't think colored chalk's that bad. I don't think we ever had colored chalk. No. Not that remember. I can remember. I remember. No. And so Bart and Lisa are now at home watching Itchy and Scratchy. Man, this is like, what, the third Itchy and Scratchy episode in a row now? Three out of four, something like that, yeah. God, they're just uh, they're just going uh, hog wild on these Itchy and Scratchies. I kind of like it. Yeah, and um, this episode is called Esophagus Now, which I I'm was guessing su- uh, it's a play on Apocalypse Now. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, which is which? This
0: episode of Us Itchy and Scratchy has nothing to do with, but yeah. I, I do like the the pun, yeah. not the pun, the pun, pun, uh, the word play. word play, There it is, and uh, Scratchy uh, eats in at a restaurant. <laughs> Itchy is his waiter. Red flag. Um, after Scratchy orders his food, Itchy sneaks under Scratchy's table, shaves Scratchy's belly, stretches it, and puts it on a plate with an olive in the belly button. How'd he not know that that's not his stomach? Well, well well hold on hold on. That's that's he still might not know, but he places a sign on it that reads rare. That's when you'd probably know when something's jabbed into your <laughs> stomach. Yeah. And Itchy serves the belly to Scratchy, who cuts off a piece of it, swallows it. Again, you you're cutting into yourself. Yes. Uh the pl- the piece comes out of the hole that Scratchy cut into his belly. And he takes the piece and uh, repeats the process, swallowing and re-swallowing. Finally, Itchy puts the piece into a takeout box, <laughs> gives Scratchy a bill for a hundred dollars, and Scratchy is so shocked his head explodes. <laughs> I, yeah, I think uh, hundred dollars for eating myself is overpriced. <laughs> I don't, I don't think I pay that much to uh, eat yourself to, to eat myself. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> yes. Um, so, uh, um, Bart, uh, has, you know, a good laugh and, uh, Lisa, you know, just stares at the so screen. So this is, but now this is the second episode in a row where one of the kids laughs at the itchy and scratchy, but the other one just doesn't. Yeah. But Lisa still has a soul. That's fair. Because she wants to be a vegetarian. She has, she's yeah. feeling bad about animals. Yeah. Bart, Bart just lost his soul completely. <laughs> That's fair. Um, and Lisa's like, I never realized before, but some itchy and scratchy cartoon send the message that violence against animals is funny. I'm like, isn't that all itchy and scratchy? Not yeah, some? All of them. That's all of them. Except Lisa. for, except for Marge's episode. Yes. Yeah. There was no violence against animals, but there was but violence up, against her eyeballs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, but Bart explains to Lisa that cartoons don't have any message and it's just stuff happening to people. And, and stuff. And people getting hurt. <laughs> um, and then Homer comes into the door, hitting Bart. Yeah, he opens the door and just smack. Whack. That was pretty damn funny. I laughed. Lisa yeah. didn't laugh. I oh, laughed. I laughed I pretty laughed. hard. Yes. And Homer, Homer's like, look, kids, I just got my party invitations back from the printers. Hands one to Lisa, who reads it. Come to Homer's BBBQ. The extra B is for BYOBB. And Bart points to the very last B. He's like, what's that extra B for? That's a typo. This is uh, this is one of two times this gag happens in The Simpsons. Yeah, I love that. I love it. B Y O B. Boy, Homer's cheap. Bring your own beer, huh, Homer? Well, I uh, mean, you've been to parties where you've had to bring your own alcohol. No, I haven't. Come on. Every party I go to has alcohol. Whether it's for me or not, that's, <laughs> I don't know, but... I, mean, I go to I've parties. Been to plen- I've been to plenty of parties where I've had to bring. I don't bring my own beer, but I've, you know, they're like, oh, if you want to drink, you can bring your own. Oh, no, no, If there's alcohol lying around, it's free, free for all. You sure. don't, you don't know. No, that's not how that works. Um, and uh, Lisa said, ask Homer, if he could throw a party where he doesn't serve meat and Homer says <laughs> all the normal or normal people love meat. And uh, Homer says that if you went to a party <laughs> that didn't have meat, he would go, hey, Goober, where's the meads? <laughs> and then they start singing, you don't know, want friends with salad. And uh, and yeah. they, you know, they kind of do a conga line. And uh, yeah, Marge gets caught up in the rhythm. She's yeah, like, Lisa's like, Marge, why? Why are you taking sides? And Marge's like, I'm not taking sides. I just got caught up in the rhythm. Yeah, <laughs> I mean it was catchy. Yeah, you want you want to know what's in there. That... You don't win friends with salad. So a couple, it. It so a catchy. couple, so a couple episodes. I didn't do this, but I want to. Yeah. I want to make sure that I that I get get in uh, some recipes. Yeah. Because uh, you know it was they're fun. I got the book, yes. the unofficial cookbook, and this episode has quite a few recipes. <laughs> so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sit here and explain too much because we got to yeah. get through the episode, but. Um, by the book, it's on Amazon. It's at local stores. Definitely do it. Cause it's awesome. Um, but in this, in this book, we have, uh, uh, you don't, uh, uh, a salad called, you don't make friends with salad. And you got, you put some, you got beads, uh, virgin olive oil, squeezed orange juice, which that, that sounds good. Apple cider vinegar, which I'm not a fan of, uh, vinegar based dressings. Yeah. Uh, teaspoon of honey. Salt and uh, pepper, um, arugula or baby spinach. God, I hate arugula. This is like the worst salad ever. <laughs> I don't right mind Right here, arugula. as I'm reading, this is the worst salad ever. I don't mind uh, arugula. Ugh, it tastes like dirt. Uh, one large avocado, peeled, pitted, and diced. Uh, feta mm. cheese and shelled roasted pistachios. That sounds decent. Yep. So while while others might mock you for, for with a conga line, <laughs> you could actually make some friends with this flavorful salad. Featuring one of Lisa's favorite vegetables, beets. It'll please carnivores and vegetarians alike. So, um, there's no meat in it, so I don't think carnivores <laughs> will be pleased. Yeah. And I like how some of the recipe variations are. You can swap the pistachios for toasted walnuts instead, um, and toss in the segmented oranges or two for a burst of citrus. Um, so, uh, and then we come back to school. I'm assuming it's the next day. Yep. And Skinner, you know, is like, okay, guys, I'm going to show a video to you guys, but I want to keep the agitator's name a secret. So let's call her Lisa S. No, no, that's too obvious. We'll go with L. Simpson. Oh, my God. What an, or an asshole. Or you could just not name the person like you said you weren't. Yeah. Come on, man. Throw Lisa under the bus, the bus. like that. Uh, So we get the Meat Council Presents Meat and You, Partners in Freedom. Uh, number 3f03 in the resistance is useless series <laughs> and 3f03 is also the production number of this episode so they episode. must know so they must know the production numbers before yes. going into the episode before yes. the episode gets animated yes okay um so we get hi I am troy McClure you may remember me from such educational films as Two minus three equals negative fun and firecrackers, the silent killer. <laughs> Why is that? Okay. The first one I get can be educational. How is the second one educational? Uh, because be- people blow up their hands and faces all the time with fireworks. Yeah, but that doesn't need to be shown in school. That should be shown in homes with responsible parents. Yeah, but it could still be educational. I guess. Um, and so uh, we get we, we meet Jimmy. Who uh, wants to know how meat gets from the range to his stomach and, you know, basically wants to see the sausage being made. I, I don't want to see any of this. No. Uh, and so we learn that cattle are put on a conveyor belt and Troy suggests to Jimmy that they go see the killing floor. <laughs> that isn't really a floor, more of a grate. Yeah, that <laughs> all, all the blood and guts gets. and stuff runs through. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, we see the cows go on the conveyor belt into the factory and... Uh, Jimmy and Troy walk in and they walk out the other side and Jimmy is like shivering and he's got yeah, like, he's... a white pale face and he's clearly scarred and uh, Jimmy's like well I have a crazy friend who thinks it's it's wrong to eat meat and Troy tells him that his crazy friend oh yeah and uh, Troy says Jimmy's friend is wrong. And has clearly never heard of the food chain. And we basically <laughs> see a picture of a human with all the animal like animals surrounding it and arrows pointing to the human. Which would lead to me that the suggestion is everything eats the human, not the other way around. Oh. I thought I took it as all the food goes in here. I mean that works too. It just seems weird because the arrows because normally if you've ever seen a, a picture of like the food chain, it's like, well this animal eats this animal like it goes like in a line, not here's the human and then everything goes into human. Yeah, but the only thing I, I like how some of the pictures on there. I mean I guess depending on when you lived, you might eat a lot of this stuff. Uh, monkey, <laughs> bat, a poodle, chicken, uh, a camel. A little bird, a snake, an alligator, a squirrel, a slug. I think I said monkey. I don't know what that uh, green one is between the chicken and a camel. Is that a platypus? Platypus, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I don't think... I, I don't. I had never eaten a bat or a monkey, but I'm sure people no. have. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. People like eat, eat alligator in the South all the time. I've eaten alligator. I've, I've tried alligator. I've tried snake. I've never had snail... I've never had a poodle. You've never eaten a poodle? I don't nope. think anyone's eaten. Well, maybe in China. Uh, China, yeah. In China. Um, and so uh, they show clips of, I love that like, they show clips of animals eating other animals where like a, a lion races, uh, 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 races down a gazelle, but then you have like a shark eating a gorilla. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. I feel like, wasn't that from like some sort of random cartoon in like the 60s or something? I don't know. Maybe. Is that a that's not a random like NFT thing, is it? No, or maybe okay. I don't know. So, uh, and Troy tells uh Jimmy, don't kid yourself, Jimmy. If a cow ever got the chance, he'd eat you and everyone you care about. And they take a shot of the co- of a cow who's like staring at the camera, like they zoom in with like some ominous music. Yeah, <laughs> uh, no, cows would not eat you because they are herbivores, they only eat like grass. Yep. Um and so Jimmy's like I was a great a moron for questioning <laughs> about eating meat and so the movie ends and Lisa's like you're not gonna you're not gonna sit here and think we're seriously gonna believe this tripe Skinner's like enjoy this tripe courtesy of the meat council <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh god I don't know what tripe I think tr- isn't tripe like just like entrails yeah now is it okay so we've heard of the egg council the meat yes. council. Was there a third council we had a few episodes ago? No, no. Okay. So, so there's a lot of councils across the America, I guess. That uh... oh yeah, no, there's like no, like in real life, there's like a dairy council, a meat council, like there's like yeah, there's there's just a ton of shit that we don't probably need. Yep. Um, and so Lisa tells the kids to stop, and she's like, "You guys have been brainwashed by corporate propaganda." Which, yep. to be fair, they have. um, And the kids mock Lisa. And Ralph's like, when I grow up, I'm going to Bovine University. <laughs> because part of the video, they, they call Bovine University. Yep. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. Because we've had... So, when I worked in Madison, we actually had, like... I think it was a dairy and meat council like it was a combined thing that actually would come to the studio every once in a while to do an interview and they would bring like meat. Yeah. So it exists. So now we cut to a uh, Homer's barbecue where people are starting to show up and Barney uh, wheels in a keg into Homer's house. Barney's like, Hey Homer, thanks for inviting me to your barbecue. But Homer's like, wow, Barney, you brought a whole beer, a keg. No whole yeah. beer keg. Where can I get ke- it? What? A whole beer keg. Yeah. Oh, yeah. A whole beer keg. Yeah. Where can I fill it up? (laughs) (laughs) Well, come on. Homer's invitation said, bring your own beer. Not a beer keg. You have to bring the beer, too, Barney. Come on. Yes. Well, Barney's kind of an idiot. Yeah. Uh, So Homer brings out a bunch of meat and uh, starts spraying his grill with lighter fluid. And I'd like to point out. I'd like to point out that his grill has knobs on it, which would indicate that it is a gas grill. So he has no need for a lighter fluid. Well, maybe, maybe he, well, yeah, I don't know how, how charcoal would destroy a gas grill. I'm guessing it would, but maybe, just maybe, Homer was like, oh, I found this on a curb or really cheap or something, but I hate gas. I don't want to buy the gas, so I'm going to fill this thing with charcoal and use it as a charcoal grill. Or the animators don't know how to grill properly, or that I mean they are from Korea, so eh, maybe. yeah, maybe. Um, but I like how he uses two cans of <laughs> of lighter fluid. But okay, so in a Treehouse of Horror episode, we saw Homer do this, yep. and we see the flame like rush straight up to the the yeah. sky. Here he uh, lights the lighter fluid, and that lights normally. Just, but I which I think that's actually normal. Like I don't think just because yeah. you throw a ton of Uh, lighter fluid on some charcoal it makes a big poof maybe it does I'm not not entirely sure how that works yeah um uh and Homer gets the grill going and Lisa stops him before he can put the first steak on she's like wait dad good news everyone you don't have to eat meat I made enough gazpacho for all it's tomato soup served ice cold (laughs) and well uh, well, she kind of well it's weird because the book really doesn't do the quote any favors because she announces that she has gazpacho and like everyone the neighbors, the neighbors are like gazpacho. What the fuck is gazpacho? <laughs> yeah. And the party's like, go back to Russia, which I think that's the, that's where it's from. And yes. so, yes, so is. second recipe we got in the book here for Lisa's gazpacho, uh, um, which is served ice cold. And while it might make some barbecue attendees groan. It's refreshing and satisfying on a hot day. The smooth texture and balanced flavor might even win over some meat lovers. And so no. we got uh, heirloom tomatoes cored and chopped, one large red bell pepper seeded and chopped, one large cucumber peeled, seeded, and chopped, uh, small green onions, uh, medium garlic clove, uh, red wine vinegar, tea, uh, salt and pepper, uh, extra virgin olive oil. And a cup of basil, one small jalapeno, and a zest of lemon. So basically, you throw all these ingredients in a blender, and uh, that's it. That's, mm-hmm. a, that's about it. You just chuck all this stuff in a blender and go for it. Sounds more like, sounds more like a salsa than a gazpacho. <laughs> Maybe you could put some chips in it. I mean, you, could, you know what would be good? Putting this on meat. Yes. It's kind of yeah. like, not ketchup, well, like a spi- spicy ketchup. Yeah. Puts a- oh, yeah. that'd be good. Let's make some of this. Throw it on like a hamburger or something. I think Lisa might get pissed at me, though. Yeah. So uh, Barney yells at Lisa once again to go back to Russia as she walks off and goes to her room. And uh, we see Santa's little helper seems to be enjoying this, the gazpacho. But yeah, eh, dogs will eat anything. Yeah. And Hibbert finishes his uh, hot dog and says, Diagnosis? delicious and homer comes by and says yeah, i got a prescription for you another hot beef injection are we not doing phrasing a hot beef injection sorry i have a really dirty mind <laughs> uh yeah i feel like we've gotten really dirty with this episode uh in the last uh, few minutes yeah. uh so wiggum uh, we see him out of breath uh from eating yeah obviously big large guy uh, can't hold his meat and asks Homer for another burger because uh, uh he has he doesn't have the will to stand up anymore. No, he can't stand up anymore. <laughs> That's what I said. He doesn't have the will to stand up anymore. I don't know if it's not the will. No, I'm pretty sure he literally can't stand up. <laughs> uh, and uh, Homer's like, one whopper for the copper. And <laughs> flings a burger over him. I wonder, where the hell did he get a bun? Well, maybe Bart brought it over to him. Or one of the <laughs> cops got it for him. <laughs> Why wouldn't he just get up a burger? Or maybe, or maybe, or maybe he had an extra bun. Why would he have an extra bun? Maybe he just wanted a bun. I guess. And so Bart comes by and asks for another burger. And uh, Homer flips it in the air. And we cut to Lisa in her room saying that uh, you know, she's upset. It's bad enough that they're eating meat, but they don't have to rub it in her face. And the burger Homer flip flies into the air and hits Lisa directly in the face. There is no reason for Homer to flip that burger. Bart was standing right there. <laughs> yeah. And I like to point out that uh, uh, Windows have screens on them, folks. Well, maybe <laughs> not the Simpsons with Windows. <laughs> no, that, I obviously this is has nothing to do with the Simpsons in general, but all TV shows, you watch any TV show, any TV show with a window, it doesn't have a screen on it. Go back and watch them. No, no screens on Windows. I think it must be a Hollywood thing or a, safety yeah. thing or something or camera. Th- I don't know. Shooting a camera through a screen probably doesn't look good. No, but, uh, no, because I've seen TV shows with like screen doors. Yeah. I'm talking window screens. Yeah. I don't know. Look at Look at a window. Not in there. Uh, so Homer pulls out another grill. Uh, apparently they have two, maybe that's Flanders, grill. He stole Flanders, grill, uh, with, uh, pig de la resistance and everyone who's in Oz, uh, and, uh and Wiggle laughs and points at the pig's <laughs> nose. So he got up. Yeah. He couldn't get up to get a damn burger, but he got up to go look at the pig. Well, I mean, the pig has magical powers. It's a pig. magical, wonderful animal, Steve. Apparently I, they, it's like the whole crusty of the cloud thing where he's in the wheelchair and he couldn't, couldn't get up. Yeah. And then he gets up. It's like, Oh, wait, 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 I can't walk. Yeah. It's like oh, that yeah. The The writers completely forgot that Wiggum could get out of his chair. <laughs> well they also wanted to make a cop cops or pigs joke yeah and uh yep and uh Ned congratulates Homer on his barbecue and says a toast to the host who could boast the most roast oh Flanders you and your you and your sayings yeah and then as Homer is about to say the barbecue went off great Lisa comes by in a riding lawnmower like once again Flanders because I don't think the I, Simpsons have a riding lawnmower no, And, uh, pushes the pig, and, uh, Marge yells, Bart! No! And Bart is standing right next to Marge, and she's like, oh, sorry, force a habit. Lisa! (laughs) No! (laughs) Um, and Lisa pushes the grill, um, Homer is barbecuing the pig on, and she pushes it down a steep hill. So she pushed it up the steepest hill in Springfield. Probably the same one that Bart and, uh, Lovejoy's daughter you know in skateboarding down sure and uh, Homer and Bart run after it as it rolls into some shrubs and uh, Homer's like it's a little dirty it's still good it's still good then the pig flies off the spit into a river after crossing like, the road a highway yeah, yes after crossing a highway like Frogger yeah um, and Homer's like it's a little shiny or slimy it's still good it's still good And the pig block uh, blocks off the intake of a dam uh, that sends the uh, or that water builds up behind it under until the pressure sends the pig rocketing off into the horizon. And Homer's like, it's a little airborne. It's still good. It's still good. like, it's gone. I know. God, I I use this like all the time. (laughs) Yeah, so great. One of the best scenes in the episode. Yeah. And uh Burns Burns and Smithers are in his office talking thinking that he uh he might donate a million dollars to the local orphanage. He pauses. When pigs fly. <laughs> and Smithers and Burns like laugh hysterically as Homer's pig flies through the air. And Smithers uh turns to Burns and asks him, "You gonna still donate the money?" "I would prefer not." <laughs> what an asshole. Yeah. Well, technically pigs aren't Flying, they're just airborne through a dam. Yeah. Um. So, but, burn, Homer... but Burns it, but they didn't know that. That's fair. So, uh so now we come back to Homer looking through binoculars, looking for his flying pig. Where it's <laughs> like, yeah, Homer, piggy ain't coming back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Homer throws the binoculars in the garbage. <laughs> like these are useless. Yeah, and he goes to Lisa, and he's like, "You ruined my barbecue. You need to apologize." is like, I'm not apologizing because, because, uh, because according to her, she feels she stood up for a just cause and she tells Homer he was wrong. And then she storms off and he, she's like, I'm going to my room. And Homer's like, <laughs> go to your room. I don't know if we've ever done that to our parents where we like no. anger them enough. Cause our parents told us to go to our room from time to time. Yeah. But I wonder if we've ever made them angry enough where we've literally walked off to our we were just going to go to our room and they shouted go to your room. Uh it's possible that happened oh, I don't remember. Yeah. Um but no, Lisa was wrong. Yes. Like she it's not dead. it's not it's not good to push your views onto other people who don't agree with you. Yep. Um and so now we see the Simpsons are sitting down to I believe it's breakfast. Yeah, I think yep, yeah, yeah, probably breakfast yeah. cuz it's based on what yeah. they're eating. Yeah, and Homer's like, Marge, since I'm not talking to Lisa, would you please ask her to pass the syrup? Marge's like, oh, God. Please pass your father the syrup, Lisa. Lisa's like, Bart, tell Dad I'll only pass the syrup if it won't be used on any meat product. Bart's like, you dunking in your sausage in that syrup, homeboy? <laughs> and Homer to Marge, Marge, tell Bart I just want to drink a nice glass of syrup like I do every morning. <laughs> so here's... So here's my problem. so like this all this kind of starts with Marge because Homer asked Marge to ask Lisa and instead of Lisa talking or actually I'm sorry Lisa kind of caused it again instead of Lisa going back to Marge she goes to Bart yep um and so uh Marge is like or uh, Homer's like Mar oh yeah and Marge's like tell him yourself you're ignoring Lisa not Bart Bart: Thank your mother for pointing that out. Bart's like, "Homer, you're not not talking to me. And secondly, I heard what you said." Yeah. Uh, and Homer's like, "Lisa, tell your mother to get off my case." Bart's like, "Uh, dad, Lisa's the one you're not talking to." Bart, go, go to your room. room. <laughs> Lisa's like, "Why don't you just to eat why don't you just eat him, dad?" Homer's like, "I don't need any serving suggestions from you. You barbecue wrecking know nothing know-it-all." Oh, Brutal. brutal oh man yeah oh boy and so uh lisa is like i can't live with this prehistoric carnivore and she runs away so yep. you know there's a fight but again it's all lisa's fault yep she's just she's just fr- she's a frustrated eight-year-old let her have yeah. it and so after and then after lisa leaves the house i was like go to your room <laughs> To Lisa after she's gone. Yep. Oh, God. So then, you know, Lisa's wandering outside. And she sees Sherry, Terry, Janie, and Ralph hanging out. And for some reason, Ralph, cl- I mean, Ralph climbed a tree. I guess that's what kids do. Yep. And uh, Sherry calls Lisa Mrs. Potato Head. And Terry <laughs> tells Lisa her head is made out of lettuce, which it kind of <laughs> does look like a ball of lettuce, sort of. Maybe. With the spikes. Yep. Yep. I love this. Ralph is like, I can't believe I went out with you. Jeez, brutal man. And this is from season. This is a callback to season four. I love Lisa, where like he tries to date her. Yep. So it kind of works. And Janie asks Lisa if she's going to marry a carrot. Lisa sarcastically replies, "Yes, yes, I'm gonna gonna marry a a carrot." carrot. And all the kids are like, oh, my God, I can't believe it. She's going to marry a carrot. <laughs> so clearly these kids don't know what sarcasm is. They're eight years old, eight, nine-year-old kids. It, but aren't Sherry and Terry in Bart's grade? Oh, you're right. They are. Okay, so it's 10, 10, 11, maybe. Yeah. No, Jane 10. R- be 10, because yeah, they just 10. had their big 10-0. Yeah. Sherry and Terry <laughs> are in Bart's class. Janie and Ralph are in Lisa's class. Yep. Um, And so Lisa, you know, it's like, oh, my God. She walks. So she walks away. And she ends up at a crusty burger where there's a sign in the window that says, "Try our new beef flavored chicken." You know what that kind of reminded me of the uh, the Chick fil A signs where the cows are the the oh eat more chicken like, eat more chicken yeah so beef flavored chicken would that be I, mean like if you buy like so you buy like beef but then you buy like the ramen chicken flavor packets <laughs> yeah you pour it on the beef. No, no, it's the other way around. You buy the chicken and put the beef flavor in it. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. Um, And so uh, Lisa walks away, and then she sees a billboard that says, don't eat beef, with a doctor on it. And Lisa's like, oh, cool. And then the sign changes, eat deer. (laughs) (sighs) Clearly people have something against cows right now. Because both these billboards are like, don't don't eat cows. Eat other animals. Maybe they're sponsored by Chick Fil A. <laughs> there, yes, <laughs> I like it. Uh, so then Lisa thinks about Wiggum eating the burger. Homer and Bart fighting over the lamb chop. Marge cutting up meat, and then apparently Kent Brockman eating a uh, chicken slash turkey leg. I couldn't. I don't know what it was. Maybe it was, it was a leg just of like a, a d- news. Maybe it was like a news program she was watching. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. And then Lisa runs to the Quickie Mart um, that has a sign on the front that says Premier Gourmet Hot Dogs. Eight for 99 cents. That's a pretty good deal. That's a good deal for hot dogs. Now we're going to learn what these hot dogs are, which leads me to believe that that's a bad deal for, for Apu, Cause Yeah. Um, so Lisa sees the hot dogs and believes the world wants her to eat meat and she can't fight it anymore. So Lisa goes into the Quickie Mart, grabs a hot dog and she eats it. She asks every, if everybody is happy that she ate meat. Clearly, no one else is in the Quickie Mart. No. Nope. But Ali, Apu is, obviously. Yeah. And Apu hears ye- uh, Lisa yelling about her do- hot dog and informs her that it's made out of tofu. It's a tofu dog. It's yeah. like, I made the switch and uh, no one noticed. <laughs> but but tofu dogs, they're actually like $3, 99 for a eight-pack of dogs. So... Uh, maybe maybe in 95 things were a little bit different when it came to tofu yeah. dogs, but... Uh, they also only have thrice the fat of a normal hot dog. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a lot. I, it's to- I don't think tofu has any fat in it, does it? No, the tofu's uh, made of soy. Yeah. So it's a lot of protein. Okay. And uh, Apu says that he made the switch and no one noticed and Lisa asks uh, why. And Apu tells Lisa he is a vegetarian as well. Yeah, which I Hindu Hindus don't eat meat anyway, or uh, cow? They don't eat cow. They don't yeah. eat cows. So, but I mean, might as well go the step further. Yeah. And a lot of Hindu food is vegetarian. Like a yeah. lot, a lot of it is. And uh, he asked Lisa uh, if he's seen his shirt, which reads "Don't have a cow, man," and it's a <laughs> cow and a X, uh, sign, yeah. like a no smoking sign. Yeah. But it's a cow in the middle, so that's that's good. I like. I real. I think Bart needs that shirt, but yeah. Well, no, because it's don't have a cow, man, where he says don't have don't a have cow, c- man. Yeah. Commas, and- <laughs> commas make, you know. Make <laughs> like it- the Lionel Hutz business yeah. card. Um, And Apu wants to show Lisa something. and opens up a secret door that's labeled non-alcoholic beer. <laughs> <laughs> and Lisa's surprised to see the secret staircase. And, a, and she asks Apu, what if someone wants a non-alcoholic beer? And Apu's like, you know what? It's never come up. great but i would like to point out that the staircase is made of ice yeah like it's an icy and like i get it's in a freezer but if you're gonna have a secret entrance it could be a secret entrance just it could be like a normal staircase not an icicle staircase yeah but hey um but they thought it'd be funny it'd be a funny touch Uh, So Apu uh, takes Lisa to the rooftop garden where Apu gets away from the modern world, or if he wants to watch a drive-in movie, which, hey, if my business backed up to a drive-in movie and I could sit on my roof and watch it for free, hell yeah, I'm doing it. Because most, most, uh, well, here would be your trick. So most audio for a movie, for a drive-in movie theater comes from your car audio or a, or a post next to your vehicle, yeah. So Apu would have to have pretty good range on a uh, FM radio to pick up that that signal. Yeah. And so uh, we see at the drive Springfield driving currently is playing "I Spit on Your Grave," and I thumb <laughs> through your magazines. So at least one of those movies might speak to Apu because you know. Yeah. They, I thumb they, through your magazines probably. Yeah. And so Apu tells Lisa he knows how hard it is to be a vegetarian. And Lisa says, that's why I left home. Yeah. And so Paul McCartney comes out of nowhere and says, wait, she's leaving home? Which apparently <laughs> which apparently is part of a lyric to one of his songs. Oh, okay. Um, and uh Paul McCartney, voiced by Paul McCartney. Um, and the only reason he agreed to do it is if they left Lisa a vegetarian for the rest of the series, and for the most part they have um, I've heard that, like, in later seasons, she does eat meat here and there. Uh, she eats bugs. She eats, like, a grasshopper are... or something. But, I don't... Okay, that's a... That's not really meat. It's a meat? It's an I- It's an animal. It's an insect. Insects are animals. They're invertebrates. They're still animals. They're a living, breathing creature. <laughs> yeah, sure. Um... And so I love the fact that uh, Lisa tells Paul McCartney that she read about him in his in their history class, which is hilarious because, you know, this is 95. The Beatles were, you know, 60s and 70s. Yeah. And they're already in history books. Well, oh, history class. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. For a second, I thought music class, but yeah. I mean, history. you'd learn about him in music class too. Yep. Um. So Lisa asks, you know, where his wife Linda is and she pops up from behind a bush. <laughs> To tell Lisa that when they were in Springfield, uh, when they are in Springfield, they like to hang out in Apu's garden. And Linda is voiced by Linda McCartney. Um, And so uh, Paul explains to Lisa that uh, they met Apu in India. And, uh, (laughs) you know, for some reason or another. And Apu, you know, butts in. He's like, I was known as the fifth beetle. And Paul rolls his... Beetle. What? He says Beetle. Oh, yeah. And Paul rolls his eyes and he's like, sure you were. <laughs> uh, uh, Apu tells Lisa that Paul and Linda are both vegetarians and Linda has her own line of vegetarian foods. Which, you know, nowadays, who doesn't have their own line of vegetarian foods? I don't think any celebrities have their own line of vegetarian foods. Yeah, but there's plenty of lines of vegetarian foods. Yes, there are. Um, and so Lisa uh, thinks... Uh, the McCartneys wouldn't like to talk about being vegetarians, but Linda interrupts and she tells Lisa they were, they weren't happy with the vegetarian selections they were offered, which yep. I, 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 believe was a problem. I don't think it really is a problem anymore, but I oh, def- dude, nowadays, no, I mean, my wife's a vegetarian. She finds literally they have vegetarian chicken nuggets. Dude, we went to Panda Express recently. Now they have a vegetarian, uh, like, you know, I don't know if you've been to Panda Express. Not lately. No. Okay, so they have, like, their, their staple is, like, their orange chicken. Like, that's, yeah. like, the Panda Express staple. They actually right. have their orange chicken recipe as beyond chicken. Oh. I mean, uh, I tried the Impossible Whopper. Um, It tastes pretty much like a regular hopper, Whopper. I think it's a little drier, though. It tastes like meat. Like, it tastes like someone wanted yeah. to make something. Like, it doesn't taste like meat, Like like eating a hamburger. It yeah. tastes like someone wanted to make it <laughs> taste like meat. I mean, it was fine. Like, if if somebody handed me a Whopper and an Impossible Whopper and told me to tell the difference, I probably could, but only because of the dryness of the patty. Uh, maybe. Um, I, not, I could not, tell not the taste. Ta- I could, no, no, no. I could tell because it tastes like someone tried to make <laughs> it taste like meat. So uh, Paul tells Lisa that him and Linda are big on animal rights. And says, if you play Maybe I'm Amazed backwards, you get really ripping, you get a really ripping recipe for lentil soup. And I have this really ripping recipe for their lentil soup. It's made with vegetable oil, yellow onion, peeled and chopped, carrots, uh, two medium ribs of celery chopped, a garlic clove, uh, fresh parsley, sage and tart. No, I'm just joking. That's a... um, those other guys and, uh, salt and pepper, uh, brown lentils, uh, picked and rinsed and drained vegetable broth and a bay leaf. Okay. I would never eat it, but okay. Um, Lisa asks, uh, what when will people learn that you can be healthy eating fruits, grains, vegetables, and cheese? And Apu's like, oh, cheese. And, uh, Lisa asks if Apu eats cheese and he's like. He doesn't eat anything that comes from an animal. So Apu's not vegetarian. He's vegan. That's correct. Yes. And Lisa says Apu must think she is a monster. And Apu is like, I do. (laughs) And uh, he's like, uh, he tells Lisa, but I learned long ago, Lisa, to tolerate others rather than forcing my beliefs on them. You know, you can influence people without badgering them always. It's like Paul's song. Live and let live. (laughs) (laughs) but the song is live and let die yep which i believe wasn't that a james bond song it was at least a james bond movie i don't know if they ever played the song in the movie i think they did because it would make too much sense um so lisa says she's been hard on a lot of people especially homer and uh paul's like well and so lisa's like well it's time for me to leave and paul's like well, before you go, would you like to listen to a song? And she's like, "Oh yeah." I mean, it's well, Paul McCartney yeah. asked me if I wanted to listen to a song. I'm like, "Fuck yeah, you're Paul McCartney." Yeah, I'm gonna um, say yes. And so, uh, so she says yes, only for Apu to start singing "Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band" off key on the tabla. Yeah, that did not sound very <laughs> great. But I love Paul, Paul Linda McCartney. You're sitting there dancing to it. They like it. They like it. He's the fifth Beatle. Yeah. Uh, so Lisa backs away slowly and leaves the quickie mart. To see Homer looking for, and he sticks his head down a manhole cover and yells at a baby stroller looking (laughs) for Lisa, and (laughs) the lady pulls her baby stroller away pretty damn quick. Well, yeah, Homer's a crazy person. Uh, And he yells for Lisa to come back before everyone finds out what a horrible father he is. (laughs) I think people already know Homer. Yep. Okay, so Lisa's standing right next to Homer, and she asks him if she was looking for her, and Homer asks... Uh, Lisa, she was looking for him. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. And Homer gives in and says, I was looking for you. I just want to apologize because something went wrong and it's usually my fault. (laughs) And Lisa says she was wrong. To which she perks up and she finishes by saying, uh, to which makes Homer sad again. Lisa says she was wrong. She pauses Mm. and Homer's like, oh, and she's like, two he's like oh and he's like while i was gone i got some really good advice from paul and linda mccarthy and homer's like rock stars is there anything they don't know and he's like i still stand by my beliefs but i can't defend what i did i'm sorry i messed up your barbecue homer's like i understand honey i used to believe in things when i was a kid (laughs) oh my god that's great i don't think really homer was in the wrong though no, Homer, no, this entire episode, Homer was definitely not in the wrong for anything. So Lisa, like, like, obviously, I guess Homer is, like, just gonna relent, but, like, Lisa was kind of manipulative. Yep, absolutely. I say, oh, I was wrong, too. No, you were just wrong. You're a yep. kid and you're wrong. Yep. And Homer and Lisa make up, and Homer says, I'll give you a piggyback ride. Oh, wait, wait, wait. A veggie back ride. And Lisa agrees, and they hop up on the Upon the shoulders and they go. This I like it. This is the second time this has actually happened. First time was outside the quickie mart uh, during the Lisa Gets a Pony episode. Okay. And I don't know if he said piggyback ride in that episode or not. I don't remember. I don't remember. Uh so and then we get uh Maybe I'm a Maze playing as Homer walks off with Lisa and his bat on his back and over the credits, which the background is kind of the pig flying for a few seconds before the black back. Sorry, the black background kicks in, and then if you listen really, really closely, the Simpson staff made an original mix of the song, and when played backwards, contains snippets of Paul McCartney's reciting a recipe for lentil soup, which is a throwback to the earlier gag. And the recipe, which I, I, don't, I wonder how close it is to the recipe I actually read in the book. I don't know. Um, and the recipe, uh, recited recipe and forward speed can be found on the extra section of disc one of the seventh season. So I need that disc. I need to compare it. I I need to compare it. And once again, if you guys, uh, didn't catch it earlier on, uh, the recipes I did give you in this book are from the unofficial Simpsons cookbook, uh, from Laurel Randolph, which you can find, uh, at Barnes and Noble on Amazon, pretty much anywhere books are sold. Um, so go check it out. It's absolutely fantastic. Uh, my brother was just here and we had uh Homer's uh, out of this world, moon waffles. And I'm sure he could concur that the book made a fantastic waffle recipe. Um, it would have made for a fantastic waffle re- recipe. If somebody hadn't forgotten something. Yeah, maybe, but the waffles are still <laughs> damn good. Yeah, the, the waffles were pretty good. Um, I love this episode. It's a five. Everything's coming up. Millhouse. You have the flying pig scene. Uh, you got, you know, you got the throwback with Ralph, you know, Saying he dated Lisa, I mean, dated is see the co- the the continuity sometimes just makes rears its head yeah. and shows up. Yeah, I mean, the start like the beginning of the episode is pretty good, and like honestly, how they got to Lisa being a vegetarian makes sense because I feel like a lot of people out there like probably see cute animals that they normally eat, and they're like, oh shit, I've been eating that. Why am I eating that? And so <laughs> you know, it's just I mean, the the only nitpick I have. Is the fact that Lisa was in the wrong? Like she, I get she has beliefs and she stood up for those beliefs. And it's not like, yeah, Homer and Bart and kind of Marge mo- like people mocked her for being a vegetarian. That just but kind it's of not, pushed her. That just pushed her over the edge. But it's, but here's the thing: it's not like they were forcing her to eat meat. Like, yes, we had the gag where Homer flipped the burger into her face. But he didn't do it on purpose. It's Homer. He's a moron. Yeah. Like, so like, and I, and and honestly, it does kind of speak to volumes to how society is. You have this belief in something and you're like, no, you have to believe what I believe, which obviously isn't going to get us anywhere. If you know, like if like you believe dinosaurs are real and I'm like, no, dinosaurs are fake. You have, you can't believe dinosaurs are real. Like, obviously you're going to butt heads and that just makes for bad tension and just stupidity all around. So I don't like the fact that Homer just kind of, I mean, it, it's cartoon, but like Lisa was wrong, but still really good. Yep five everything's coming up millhouse yep I'm definitely with you five everything's coming up millhouse I love this episode I <laughs> I mean maybe because my my wife's a vegetarian I like mocking her uh <laughs> because of this episode um it's kind of, like I said trying to egg her on to be on this episode with us but uh, yeah, she yeah. Uh, did not want to do it um but I mean the the pig flying scene is obviously <laughs> like the classic part of this whole thing. Yeah. I'm glad they brought Troy McClure back. That was really funny with uh, Jimmy. Yeah. Um, yeah. The the introduction, how we got there, I mean, it was random, but I mean, it followed a, followed a really good progression where we go from that to the Flanders barbecue to Homer having a barbecue, kind of keeping that meat thing kind of intertwined in there. And yeah, it was done very, very well. Yeah. Um so yeah, five. Everything's coming up. Millhouse. So let's close it off where with our character profile. In this week, we do have the tiny, wonderful uh, friend of Troy McLure, Jimmy, and his identity: child co-star of the carnivore-friendly educational film The Meat Council presents. Meat and you, partners in freedom, with Troy McLure. His persona, altern- alternately curious and naive. I think he's a kid. Yep. Reaction to visiting meat packing plant, nauseous, and ability to reason independently, <laughs> <laughs> minimal. Yeah, no, can uh, reason with this kid. Um, but yeah, uh, gotta love, gotta love little Jimmy. He's yeah. uh, he's good. So you guys can find us on Instagram, uh, The Simpsons Did It Pod. Head over to Facebook, The Simpsons Did It Podcast. You can find us on YouTube at The Simpsons Did It Podcast. Very simple, makes it really easy. Just head over there and search it. Make sure to like and subscribe. Uh, I know we record way into the future, but today I got notification that we got some more subscribers. So, thank you guys for subscribing and liking our videos. And comment if you want, I will definitely comment back to you. Um, if you'd like to give us some feedback, uh, give us a phone call 612 584 0986 and check out uh, Jaden Larbonne's voicemail of his Crusty the Clown. It sounds absolutely fantastic, and I almost want him to do another one so he can maybe shuffle, change through the voicemails. I have a really good idea for a Mr. Burns one, so I think I might reach out to him and see if he'll do that for us. Um, lastly, if you like to donate to our podcast, head over to buymeacoffee.com backslash the Simpsons. Did it. Donate us a duff or two to help keep the podcast going, like the giveaway we did at the beginning of Season 7. So, until next time, I'm Steven Skolansky. And I'm a co host, Travis Skolanski. And this has been The Simpsons Did It. Shh.